everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britain Frost. And wow, again, it has felt like so long since I've said that. I've been on a little bit of a break. It's been a rough couple of weeks here in the Frost household, and I'm also dealing with construction across the street. So got a couple things going on, but I'm not going to bore you with those details. What I will do is engage you by talking about a really exciting topic Today, we're going to talk about world cruises. And I decided, you know, a couple of weeks ago that I wanted to write about world cruises for 2022 and 2023 because people are eager to get traveling again. People are eager to get cruising again. I mean, for all sorts of travel that people are eager to do, cruising is one that most really have not been able to. While we can take vacations, you know, stateside and go to other cities and stay in Airbnbs and hotels. And some of us have even been lucky enough to travel throughout all of this, you know, uh, depending on circumstance. So there are people who are still traveling, but cruise travel, as we all know, has been incredibly restrictive and, and restricted. And while I know a couple of people who have been able to get on board ships, I don't know very many. Um, so I figured that this was a really good time to talk about world cruising because it's a good time to go away for a long chunk of time in 2022 and 23. Once things get back to normal, people are going to be looking to take vacations. You know, maybe they had a couple of vacations that they had budgeted for, for the 2020 and 2021 that they weren't able to take. And so uh, that's also a good reason. But we're going to look at a few world cruises today. And we're going to look at my top five. And my top five, they kind of do cover a large variety, a type of traveler, I would say. Um, These voyages that we're going to look at today span from 118 to 180 days. And they're, you know, world cruises are a really good opportunity to cross off bucket list destinations. They are good. They take guests to plenty, many UNESCO World Heritage sites. And there are a lot of overnights. When you have so long on the ship, you can do a lot of overnights. And we'll look at that. We'll break down how many countries, how many continents, how many overnights, and how many ports are visited on each of these itineraries and the cost of these cruises. And we're going to look at all of all of those good things. One thing that I say really frequently during this podcast on my websites, I'm sure that you have heard me say it if you're a listener, is that cruising is my favorite mode of travel because of the ability to fully customize your vacation, ensuring that you're going to be able to choose a cruise line that's perfect for you and you and your spouse, you and your partner, you and your mother, you and your family, whoever you might be going with. You really have this kind of ideal situation where you're able to maybe choose one itinerary that speaks to many different people for different reasons. We've talked about cruising with kids. We're going to talk about multi-generational travel at some point. And these world cruises might not be the cruises that you want to take a family on because it would be hard to get kids out of school and work out all of those arrangements. Plus, do you want to be in a stateroom with your children for 180 days? Maybe not. But like regular cruises, there is no world cruise that is one size fits all. So that's why I wanted to look at today, you know, kind of cover all of the world cruises, who you can sail with, cover varying price points, um, varying durations, and, 
yeah, I mean, you'll see more of the diversity in these itineraries as we go through them. So without further ado, let's just get into it. So these are in no particular order, but first we're going to look at Vikings 2022 to 2023 World Cruise. This cruise is going to span 138 days. It will depart on December 22nd from Fort Lauderdale, and this will be on Viking's newest ocean vessel, Viking Neptune, which is going to join the company's fleet in late 2020. So you're going to be on this World Cruise 138 days on a brand new ship, which is pretty cool to me. The guests are going to embark in Florida and then journey to Central America, then go through the Panama Canal, sail up the west coast of North America, and then and go through Asia, the Middle East, Australia, and then end in London. So you're starting, one of the positives of this itinerary is that you're starting in Florida, so you don't have to get very far. Not all of the cruises start so close to home. So I did want to make note of that as well. This journey is going to visit five continents, 28 countries, 58 ports, and have 11 overnight stays. So see what I mean about the overnights? Though 11, I mean, 11 is pretty high. That is, that's a lot. It's, it's more than we'll see with Seabornes. It's more than we'll see with MSC. And so that's a pretty high number. Um, and it, it's great. It's Overnights are more time to explore port. They are more time to see the city during the day and then also to go out at night if you want to. That is one thing I love about overnighting is going out and going to bars and really having the local experience is so fun. And I think that sometimes on cruises, you do miss that because you're in port for the day and then you leave. So I do really appreciate the multiple overnights on these sailings. Prices for this itinerary start at $49,995 per person. Uh, next, we're going to look at Oceana. So Oceana's around the world in 180 days, 2023 world cruise. I just learned that this was a record breaking sales for Oceana. They sold out this world cruise in one day. Um, so while this one, most world cruises are waitlisted, they do sell out really quickly. But I do want to highlight these because it's important to start thinking about you can get someone on a waitlist if if they want to be. And then also, you know, you have this knowledge of and hopefully we'll be able to sell a world cruise for 2023 or 2024. Um, these world cruises obviously are quite pricey, even the inexpensive ones. So it's a good it's a good thing to try to to try to sell and to try to work with people on because if you're going on a world cruise, if you are a consumer listening to this, I would highly recommend that you work with a travel agent who is going to be able to look at all these world cruises, help you decide which one is right for you, help you decide which ship is right for you. This is a huge investment, not only of money, but also of time. So you want to make sure that when you're booking these world cruises, you're really looking at the right fit for you. Anyway, so now we're going to look at Oceana. 180 days around the world which actually, surprisingly, is the shortest experience that Oceana offers around the world. Their longest around the world experience is 218 days. So they go 180, 200. Well, actually, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Let's first talk about the cruise itself. Should you depart on the 180-day voyage, you will depart from San Francisco on June 15th, 
2023. This voyage is aboard Oceana's Insignia, which is 684 guests. I do realize that I forgot to mention that Vikings ships all carry 930 guests. So you're looking at a little bit smaller ship here. We'll look at a bigger ship and then a couple smaller ships as well. So again, trying to add some variety in here. The itinerary is going to feature 20 ports of call from South America to Africa to Asia and Alaska, and then take guests to Antarctica where they can do some sightseeing. But what I really think is special about Oceana's World Cruise Itinerary is that it's the only one on the list that I made that goes to Alaska. So a lot of these World Cruise Itineraries, actually most of these, do not look at spending too much time in North America. In the Viking cruise, you'll see you go to Los Angeles and you go to Cabo, but there is not much North America in there. Oceana, you have a lot of North America. You have a lot of Mexican ports in there. You have a lot of Central American ports in there. And then you go down South America to Antarctica, back up the other side, and then over to Africa. And then you visit Alaska at the end of the journey on your way back to San Francisco. So just for those numbers for you all, there will be four continents visited on this voyage, five if you count Antarctica. Then you have 33 countries, 96 ports of call, and 20 overnight stays. So this itinerary, I will go ahead and say, has the most overnight stays of any itinerary on the list. Okay, I mentioned you can add on to this experience if you want. So should you leave on January 15th, 2023, you can travel for 180 days from San Francisco to San Francisco. But if you would like to make your voyage a little bit longer, you can just stay on board for an extra 20 days and go from San Francisco to New York. If you so desire, you could board early on December 28th. 2022 and add 18 days. So you go, you start in Miami and add Miami on, and then you make your way to San Francisco and do the world cruise. You could make your cruise 214 days if you wanted to by going round trip Miami or 218 days by starting in Miami and ending in New York. So you can add 38 days to this already 180 day long world cruise. I mean, hey, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it for 218 days. Why not? Uh, Based on that 180 day sailing from San Francisco, the fares start at $41,599 per guest. I also want to note that all guests on this voyage, on the Around the World in 80 Days voyage, will receive 64 free shore excursions, a free beverage package, or a $6,400 shipboard credit. So there are incentives for booking this world cruise as well. Now we're going to look at Seabourn. So Seabourn has a 2023 world cruise called Extraordinary Discoveries. And this voyage is going to cross the Pacific and the Indian Ocean and traverse the Atlantic Ocean along the coast of Africa and then make its way to Sydney, 
visit Australia, go to Melbourne and Perth, go to Cape Town, South Africa, and a lot, a lot more. Um, This voyage departs on January 6, 2023, and it is 140 days long from Miami to Barcelona. A voyage visits six continents, yes, six, 32 countries, 61 ports, and 10 overnight stays. So the only country that this itinerary does not visit is, excuse me, the only continent is Antarctica. I will say though that Seabourn, though they do visit um, Asia, there is not as many Asian ports of call as there are on Viking and Oceana's itineraries. Um, also the next two that we look at do have, well, sea, Silver Sea, who we'll get to doesn't also doesn't have very many ports of call in Asia, but the other three do. Um, so if you want that really in-depth exploration of Asia, you want to go to Japan, um, Seabourns does not visit that. And I just thought that that was important to note. Um, if this world cruise is booked by May 31st, 2022, guests will receive round trip air, a shipboard credit, an unlimited internet package, private car transfers, personnel valet, unlimited laundry, visa packages, a bon voyage dinner, pillow gifts, special pillow gifts, a 50% reduced deposit, an early savings bonus, and a discount for repeat world cruise guests. So that was kind of a mouthful, but clearly there are a lot of incentives from Seaborn as well. Um, I'm going to post the article that I wrote here so that you all can see. Um, I have a couple of maps so you can really see where these world cruises go. And I want you to just have access to those um, should you want to look at them. Okay, next we're going to look at MSC. And I think that when we look, I did, I don't mean to laugh. I actually really like MSC a lot. But when we look at this list of Seaborn and Oceana and Viking, and we're going to look at Silver Sea next, some people might wonder where MSC fits in. And I definitely think that MSC is doing a lot. Um, I was on MSC Maravilla last year. MSC has also had a lot of success in sailing during COVID. We're going to talk about that with someone from MSC in the next couple of weeks. So make sure that you're here for that episode because that one is going to be really, really interesting how MSC has been able to operate during the pandemic um, in the Mediterranean. But I wanted to talk about this voyage because I th- I think that you know, oftentimes when we're looking at world cruises, we're looking at Seaborn, whose fares start at $66,000 per person. We're looking at Oceana, whose fares start at $41,000 per person. And Vikings, who are almost $50,000 per person. MSC fares for their world cruise start at just over $100 per person per day. So that's a pretty small number. And you're looking at a bigger fare, of course, because the voyage is 118 nights long. But the price of the world cruise is $15,750 per person at a lead-in. So you are looking at less than half of what you are looking at on these other trips. And so I, I think that, yes, MSC is definitely going to be a different experience for people. Uh, the ship that this world cruise takes place on carries 
2,550 passengers, which is more than twice any other ship on this list, and over 10 times more than Silver Cloud, which we're going to talk about next, because that ship is only 200 passengers. So it is quite a large ship, but I think that the price makes it really appealing to some people who might not have considered you know, taking a voyage this long. And MSC also has other uh, embarkation points. You could embark in Rome, Marseille, or Barcelona, should you choose to do that. Um, It does start officially in Genoa, Italy on January 5th, 2022. As I mentioned, it's a 118 night voyage and it will visit five continents, 24 countries, 43 ports, and have nine overnight stays. So you still get those overnights. You still get the ports of call. You don't have as many, but also keep in mind that this voyage is a little bit shorter than some of the other ones that we have looked at so far. Actually, than all of the other ones that we have looked at so far. So expect not to see as high of a number for ports of call there. But MSC is also adding some incentives. A dine and drink package is included on certain category uh, cabins. 15 shore excursions are included in the price. There is a 30% discount on laundry. And if you're a MSC Voyagers Club member, you'll receive a 5% discount. So while these incentives might not seem as strong as, let's say, Seabourn or Oceana's, I think that with companies, especially bigger ship cruise companies, we are so used to seeing nothing included in the cruise fare. So the fact that there are these incentives, in my opinion, is nice. Um, as far as laundry goes, I would feel like on a world cruise of 118 days, that would be something that I would hope was included in my cruise fare. Um, but also if you are looking to travel on a budget, there are certain corners that you need to cut sometimes, and maybe you can find a laundromat somewhere should you need to do that. Um, but I, I really do think MSC's world cruise sounds great. You get to go to Tokyo and Hong Kong, and of course go throughout the Mediterranean, Genoa, Marseille, and Barcelona, like I mentioned, those embarkation points, and then get to go through Central America and up through Mexico and visit uh, San Diego and San Francisco and then go to Hawaii and then on to Australia. So you do get a lot of these ports that you're going to get on the other world cruises as well. Lastly, I want to look at Silver Sea's 2022 Expedition World Cruise, the Uncharted World Tour. This cruise will set sail on January 25th, 2022. And I want to note before we start talking about this one, that it is the first ever Expedition World Cruise. It's going to take travelers to six continents in 30 countries with 107 ports visited and nine overnight stays. So the trip is going to leave from Ushuaia, Argentina, and take guests to Antarctica immediately. So you get on the ship, you cross the Drake Passage, you get to the South Shetland Islands, you get to the Antarctic Peninsula, and you get to do some landings in Antarctica. That is the thing that's a little bit different about this one too, is that you do get that expedition experience. I'm not going to go completely into how expedition, I'm actually not going to go into it all, how expedition cruises and world and 
regular cruises, classic cruises differ, but we can talk about that in another episode if anyone is interested. Um, so it's, gonna, but it's going to go from Antarctica up Chile to Easter Island to Tahiti to all of these places. And then you're going to go to Fiji and to Australia, up through Singapore, up through India. I mean, all of these really amazing destinations. As I mentioned, you're not going to get that East Asia exploration that you're going to get on some of the other ones, but you're going to go through Africa, through the Suez Canal, up through the Med, over the coast of Portugal, or around the coast of Portugal, and then make your way up to Iceland and Greenland, and then go down to Norway, ending in Norway. So this one is a very different itinerary. It does not have a single port of call in North America, but you do get this expedition experience. And how cool is it to be able to go to Antarctica on a world cruise? I mean, that would be the coolest way to start out a journey. But I do fear that if I started out in Antarctica, I might be disappointed throughout the rest of the voyage. But I assure you, there is no way to be bored on a Silver Sea expedition. And I do know that firsthand. So I really think it's cool what Silver Sea is doing. But it does come at a cost of $99,000 per person. So lead in. This is the lead in. If you are looking to get the owner suite, on Silver Cloud for the World Cruise, you're going to be looking at $500,000. Now people, I mean, there are people who do this. I am not one. I hope that one day I can spend $100,000 on a cruise or $500,000 on a cruise. I don't know that that's going to happen anytime soon, but this Expedition World Cruise is really a dream voyage for me. I think that you know, expedition cruises are so wonderful. It is such a good way to travel. It happens to be my father, who I work closely with, who also works in cruising, his favorite mode of travel. And so there's definitely a lot of demand for expedition. I just participated in an expedition cruise summit. And yes, a lot, a lot of demand for expedition. So I'm really happy to see Silver Seed doing something like this, where they are giving people the chance to do this expedition around the world over the course of so many days, so many months. And really, I cannot imagine how much I would learn from, I mean, just going on a world cruise in general, but also going on a world cruise with Silver Seas um, expedition leaders and lecturers. I just feel like I would learn so very much on that voyage. But of course, that's the beauty of the world cruises is being able to see the world, learning other cultures exploring and learning along the way. So I hope that you all learned something along the way too today, and I will see you all next week. <music>